Are we starting with B? All right. Welcome to the Chicken Rice Podcast, guys. This is Concher. I'm actually in Michigan with Brandon and Kenny at the moment, with Brandon in person right now. But me and Kenny have been hanging out all week, got a good lift in with each other. It's good to be back with the boys. Um, yeah. How you guys doing? I mean, we, we've been hanging out, so I guess we've been doing all right. But <laughs> yeah. I got, I, we'll, get, we'll get right into it. I mean, Brandon's two days out of his show last time we talked. Oh man, things were getting close. We weren't too sure. Food poisoning, the the whole jazz. Like, what's going on, B? Yeah. So right now we are, yeah, about two, maybe three days out from till Saturday. Uh, you guys know I had the food poisoning. I talked about last episode. I talked about if whether I'm gonna make it on time or not. And uh seems like we're gonna make it on cue, at least uh good enough condition to step on there and not look like a fool. Uh Personally, I probably would have came in a little bit tighter, but, um, you know, you had to do what you got to do, especially with uh, the no carbs that I had to deal with uh, for the past, what, six, seven weeks now. I'm pretty much running on that 1500 calorie diet all the way through just to make weight. And it's been uh, it's been a struggle, especially I think we focused more on that 1500 towards four weeks, three to four weeks ago when I started to catch that food poisoning. So I had to really do extensive amount of cardio 75 minutes morning and night um i even did hit along with those morning cardios and night cardio so it's pretty brutal uh but you know whatever you have to do to make weight i'm still sitting around like 163 i'm actually just dipped a touch under i checked my weight this morning i'm like a little underneath 163 uh probably going to keep depleting and dry out so since i haven't had carbs the biggest thing i got to do these next couple days is really focus on reintroducing carbs tomorrow because Friday might be too late. So tomorrow probably the best bet. Um, I believe I'm lean enough, uh, plenty lean, uh, just not for a national show. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, int- reintroducing the carbs is actually going to help uh, manipulate the water out of my body a little bit better, really kind of pull everything into the muscle, the water out of my skin. So right now I'm kind of a depletion <clears throat> and, extremely flat i i posted a picture today you guys haven't seen i'm extremely flat uh flat i have i can barely get veins out i can't get a pump you know uh, my muscles aren't really popping out like the, they should be but tomorrow maybe i'll give you guys an update of what it looks like after or friday friday morning and then yeah third tomorrow we're gonna reintroduce the carbs let it play slow maybe add a little bit of sodium back into my food a little bit more uh so that way you can really pull the water in but uh, right now we are manipulating water. Um, some people ask, should you, should you not manipulate water? I think it really depends on the person, whatever your coach wants to do. Um, if you're leaning plenty lean, maybe you don't need to, but in my condition, I think I need to really focus on that dry out mode. So yeah, we got three more days till show day and, uh, I'll keep you guys updated. You guys are following Instagram. Um, make sure you guys are following the chicken and rice podcast and, you know, go ahead and follow my page and you guys could probably see what I'm looking like right now. Uh, as of today, obviously, it's Wednesday. So this will probably be out by Friday. So you guys will probably see maybe even a more updated picture. But yeah, that's where I stand right now, guys. That's sweet. Yeah, I'm about yeah. two and a half weeks out, I think I said before. So won't go too much into what I've been doing with that. Same old, same old. Just, you know, honestly, pretty similar to Brandon right now. I'm on extremely low calories. I'm not, I'm not even sure how many, but probably under 2,000 um dying so simple as that but yeah um, pushing through I'm, I'm almost getting there probably like 
a week ago was like the turning point where I noticed like a drastic change to the point where I could a week ago is when I looked at myself and says, all right, I'll, I'll probably be ready for this. Um, so confidence is there, but every time you're doing a show, it's always, always a little bit of doubt in your mind. You know what I mean? But um, shit, we're, I'm pushing. So <laughs> see what happens, but I don't know, Kenny, what about you? How have your lifts been going? We just got a lift in together and nice little chest and arm pump. Pretty good, man. I feel like yeah. I've been getting slowly stronger just naturally again, but I just got to keep going, keep pushing. I just got to get more food in, but Memorial Day kind of messed me up, but just happy to keep i'm just happy to be in the gym again just put on some size that's about it has your weight been moving not really it's been going between like 161 to 163 it's just been tinkering there i probably dropped a pound or two of water over the weekend though but i feel like, i feel like you just need to flip the switch at some point yeah i'm about yeah. i'm about there right now honestly though yeah. because i finally have like a mind of muscle again in the gym and it's like i'm not like I don't look horrific, but I don't look amazing either. So I'm about ready to hit the switch again. Pretty excited. I want to get ready for Imagine, though, too. I want to look as good as I can for that, at least. At least, because I want to look at, like, I want to be at least 165, but, like, with good abs. Yeah, you can clean up a little bit before I can clean up. I can clean up a little bit while putting on more size. It's definitely possible and doable. Yeah. I don't mean to be, like, super shredded, but, I mean, you know, good, good look, though. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to uh, probably just well, that's gonna require a little bit more of a cleaner eating diet than just kind of eating dirty, because you got to keep that metabolism going so that way, and probably do a little bit of cardio, but just up the food intake, so you can actually use most of your glycogen storage, and that way you can actually promote the muscle growth more. I think that might be the biggest issue nowadays when I uh, more of your eating habits, you know how much how much of it is clean how much of it's not how much are you actually using you know yeah i was thinking about going back to uh, one of my clean bulk diets and then just implementing a little bit of uh cardio from there yeah uh, not much probably like 15 20 minutes a day uh, and then just or alternate my days from there and just try to keep some clean lines muscle memory is a beautiful thing though that'll help you out a lot yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's for sure so, that's for sure that's probably what got him back to his size right yeah. now yeah yeah so right. let's talk about this lenda yeah so we're gonna get into it. the lenda murray we all competed in the 2019 lenda murray uh competition in michigan uh it was we've talked about it a few times here on the podcast it's not never really got into too much detail so today we're just going to go over you know our, our different approaches going into it what our coaches did for us um if you guys don't know i actually have a different coach than Brandon and Kenny and everybody. And I'm not really sure why I just kind of always just wanted to try to do my own thing, but nothing against their coach, Jeff. Great guy. He actually helped me a lot towards the last week and a half or so. Um, and definitely show day. Um, so yeah, we'll get into that a little bit. Um, maybe Kenny, you just want to give us a time frame of like how many weeks you prepped for what your off season looked like um, before we even got into like the whole nitty-gritty of the prep man so mine mine everybody was it brandon and was it you three decided to do the show first i was last minute on this one that's a good question i'm not really sure how it started to be honest i think it was brandon just saying hey guys let's all do the show together and we're just <laughs> like nah we're just like come on and then it was just one by one from there pretty sure right i think it was gonna be um 
originally it was supposed to be me and then Calvin wanted to do it. And then I believe it was us two. And somewhere down the line, Michael was talking about how he's kind of interested, but he didn't want to budge. And I think Conch said that he's like, if he's, if you guys are going to do it, then I think Conch jumped on. So that's why he hired somebody bulked up uh, to like 175 ish. Yep. Yep. And then he started his cut 20 weeks out. And then I believe that's when you were kind of like, man, I'm going to do it with you guys. And I think you were only sitting at like 160 and then you barely bulked up to like 163 ish, if I recall. Yep. And then you were like, you know what? I'm just going to join you guys too. somewhere down the line after Conch went through for a few more weeks, few weeks of dieting. And then I started like 16 weeks out. And then, yeah, I think that's when you were kind of like, you know what? I'll try it out too. And then you just started bulking right around there. So you got like a month of bulking, which got you like 163. And then you just started cutting right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and Michael obviously joined us too. So all five of us kind of went through that route, and I guess everybody just kind of domino affect each other into the, the into the show. So it was a hell of a hell of an event, though, for sure, having <laughs> all of us do it. But oh, so yeah. did you did you have like a bulk? Would you consider you having like a bulk phase at all, Kenny, or did you just kind of just walk into it? I don't I don't really think it was a it was kind of a bulk phase. It was more of just a bringing back the muscle memory and just kind of seeing like how my body responded in the first place. I guess I put on a few pounds, which uh, was a 163 and I just touched it. And then once I touched it, it was just hoping for the best Straight, from there. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But then just clean up, clean up, clean up until it was just time to cut. I think my prep was only like what, 14 weeks, not even. I had like was the it, least are you sure? I felt like it 12. was like 10. It was 12. 10? Yeah, it was 12? 12 weeks. I feel like you barely prepped. Yeah, it was 12 weeks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the way he put on, you know, realistically, that weight came right back off, like within the first week, anyways. Cause you went from like 163 and then you already went down to like 159. But then once you hit like 159, it's like your weight just kind of came off like a pound a week, a pound a week, a pound a week. Yeah. Until like yeah. the last couple weeks, then that's when we manipulated the water, if I recall. But yeah, your weight wasn't really moving because I mean you barely had the the fat on you. You know, you're yeah. already relatively lean because you didn't really have an off-season gigantic bulk. You know, I think Conch, that was the first time Conch ever hit 175. Yeah. Actually, yep. that was the first time he ever broke 170. Yep. Yep. It was actually so I guess to summarize, Kenny barely did a bulk, did about a 12-week prep. For me, I did um I guess I did a pretty I tried my hardest for a bulk. I have it documented on my fitness Instagram. I think too, I did like a good nine to 12 week bulk, put on a good 20, 30 pounds or so got up to 175 decent body comp, but nothing special. Definitely a lot of body fat for sure. And then, um, yeah, kind of like how Brandon said, I think when I decided to do the show, I reached out to, a current IFBB pro online to coach me. Cause I, I liked his results that he was getting his clients. This was about 20, 21 weeks out. I hit him up and I hit him up to like, just see what the prices were to get, to get back to him in four weeks to do a 16 week prep. But then he kind of just convinced me to start now. So <laughs> kind of just started out with a 20 week prep from there. He was first four weeks. He was supposed to like help me like continue bulking, but really what he did was just kind of learn my body those first four weeks. And then we kind of just started cutting down from there. Um, but yeah, that's, that's me. It did a, did a pretty decent bulk for that. And 
20 week cut you wish that he kept you at that weight longer because you just like you just touched that like 175 and then you started going down like pretty quickly do you wish you said um, i don't think longer. it would have made that much of a difference i think like i think he could definitely could have but it took since it was such a long cut dude it was so slow i didn't feel i was ready until like literally two weeks out and it was a 20 week prep so for 18 weeks i was like in doubt all right if that makes sense so that right there is like added stress and you know cortisol and whatever effect that has on the body and stuff like that so um i'm not saying he was a bad coach or anything like that like i definitely at the end of the day if you look at the pictures i was ready you know he got me pretty got me pretty freaking lean um whatever he did worked but i think there was there would definitely be ways to uh, make it more optimal so so um would you recommend? Uh, I, I want to say recommend. Would you? What would your preference be between working with a local coach or working with an internet sensation coach, like or an influencer like that? Um, yeah, he's not. He's a he specializes in coaching too, but obviously he's not no cuts or um, what Team Ventura and those guys. Yep. You know, so getting that experience off of both sides right now, you're obviously working right now with a local coach, right? So yeah, for sure. So. Um, biggest difference between this prep that I'm doing right now for two weeks and versus the prep that I did for Lennon Murray, was like Brandon said, for the Lennon Murray, I had an online coach. And this time I have a local coach, Louie. I, tr- I see the guy at the gym every single day. But um, with, the, with the online coach, it was cool because, you know, you have the credibility and the name and um, things like that. And he'll post you up on his stories and other, other shit like that, which is cool, I guess. Um, but at the same time, you can't really expect – you can't really expect like communication as if this guy was like your friend or if, or like you saw him in person, you can't get that eye as well. All you can do is send him the best pictures you can send him, um, and go from there. You're checking in maybe once a week. If you have a question, it might take you 24 to 48 hours to hear back. So if all those things matter to you, then, you know, I'd prefer, you might want to look for like a local coach. If you're like big on communication, things like that, having someone, check up on you here and there and someone like give you pep talks to like motivate you and stuff like that, then, you know, someone local might be better, but if you're cool with just following the blueprint, you know, getting a plan once a week and just following it and sending a quick check in here and there without having to be bothered, then online coach might be the way to go. But personally right now I do prefer the local coach I have just because of that person ability. And he kind of like looks at my plan a little closer and can like make changes as he wants and we we talk you know every couple days or so so is there's positive and benefits to both sides you think you do again you you do it again if it happened or do you think you'll say with the coach i have right now uh with your like just just how you did it like prior with uh i forgot his name Uh, yeah i would do a i would definitely do an online coach again but probably someone not that this guy wasn't reputable but probably like a more like more than an online coach with, with you yeah someone like cuts or something like that like an online coach with like a very high reputation yeah yeah Is i would you, agree yeah. i would pick uh i would pick somebody that has the ability to bring people in yeah. to the pro level even if they're not going to put that as much effort in because of the amount of clientele that they got to work with well they have enough cl- credibility to actually show that their experiences under average is at a higher level than the average of someone yeah. uh, at a influencer level, but not a credible into that uh, yeah. criteria. Like there's one thing to be 
like you'll see a lot of guys on Instagram, like IFBB pro and they do coaching. There's a difference between that and like a serious competition prep coach. Yeah. Um, yeah. The IFBB pro who does coaching, I'm sure they know what they're doing, but that competition prep focused coach who might not even compete themselves, you know, has experience with all different types of body types, guys and girls getting you to the stage and to the national level or to a pro level even. So yeah. big difference, but I don't know. Maybe you guys want to talk a little bit about your experience with your coach. You guys have a very long relationship with him. Um, why you guys have stuck with them, what you like, what you don't like, things like that. Man, I, I just like having that communication with somebody too. I remember the first time we met him, I think uh, me and Brandon were doing our first show, Nicole Wilkins. And then he was like, man, I found the guy, like, we're going to, like, if we need it, if we're going to do a show, we need to find a legit coach. So I was like, are you sure? He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. So we were working together at the time. I was working at his restaurant, uh, talking cafe. So then he came in and we met him and, super professional he's just saying like you know like i just do this as my side gig like you know we're me and my wife are both professionals like this is just something that we love to do and stuff and i think that's kind of the energy you need to find if you want to find somebody who kind of well i mean i guess he kind of he became family to us in our own sense you know which was nice than just being our coach itself i don't know what you're looking for but you know it was just adhesive things just kind of happened as it was so that was great and i think i was like a hundred and 30 i was like 140 pounds at the time and then i remember he was just like yeah don't worry we're gonna get you up to 200 pounds and i was like 200 pounds like, yeah don't worry i'll just like i remember when you guys first started oh, that God. prep and you guys texted me like yeah i'm getting to 200 pounds like yeah okay sure and i thought i could eat a lot a lot of people tell me who are skinny guys like yeah i can eat a lot yeah 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 i eat like all the time when you actually eat five to six meals in front of your face it is completely different especially the bulk that he had us on or had me on. I was, I remember like every other night I was probably contemplating about throwing up. It <laughs> it's was a awful. lot of food, bro. It was a lot of food from 140 to like what? 165. But I was just fat. Yeah. I mean, you know, what's funny is like people don't understand the difference between like low calorie and high calorie dense foods, especially when you eat clean, like eating 3000 calories of clean food. And I mean, that's an understatement of how much we were eating though. Because I think when I did our macros, we were eating about 4,500. And I think you had a mass gainer on top. So you was eating, you was trying to eat like 555 to 6,000 calories because yeah. you couldn't consume the full. I think you had to drink a mass gainer because you couldn't even hit uh, the 4,000 calorie mark. You guys were eating like, like two yeah. meals at a time almost. Yeah. Because you guys would have yeah. like a full ass shake plus a whole meal. I was eating at least 10 ounces every meal of just chicken and stuff. Like my night meal was a protein shake with a banana uh like uh like kenny said what the donuts. first uh, yep couple donuts a <laughs> couple krispy kreme donuts so two of those god that sounds so good uh right that was just post-workout meal and then i still had to eat my bowl of cereal with um milk or almond milk i mean i believe he didn't care at the time we were bulking so it was regular milk uh two cups of that of both and then we still had a, and that was all like that was called the post-workout meal and then post post-workout meal and then we still had a nighttime meal which was the uh like eight ounces of ground beef or 10 ounces of ground beef with two cups of rice plus and, you guys worked until like 10 11 hit yeah. the gym and then wait, yeah get your last meal until like two in the morning yeah exactly and i was still in high school so i had to wake up at 6 a.m <laughs> as well dude it was 
torturous, yeah. man. All right. So how did you how did you find Jeff in the first place, Brandon? Oh, okay. So that's a good one. So like for me, um, in the Michigan community, obviously we're we're pretty small. So I mean, we have some pretty good legit competitors in Michigan, but a lot of us kind of just know who's at the top. And when you know who's at the top uh, around the local area, it really it really stands out. So I came across Jeff. Um, I believe when I first saw a picture of him, I, I've seen a picture of him when we were competing because we both started competing around the same time. But I stopped. He kept going. Uh, we never got to see each other on stage. But I actually saw a picture of him. Uh, they were posting it about the junior Nats. And then I saw a picture of him. And then I guess one of my friends, uh, Yasmin uh, Karadan, she actually told me that she knows him. And she was telling me, she's like, you should work with him. He, he does coaching. I was like, I don't know. You know, I was like, I probably do it my own to try to figure things out, but I never did. And later on, I found out he actually went to the USA and got his pro card, which I was like, holy crap. Uh, he's actually our, I believe he's actually our first men's physique pro from Michigan. So he came back with that. And then I kind of just kind of was like, well, I do need to work with somebody around the area. I feel like the last guy I worked with was Chris Rogers and uh, part of warrior team. And he was good. He actually brought me in pretty, pretty conditioned, nothing crazy. Um, I think the only reason why I didn't continue to work with him was um, I felt like it was hard for checkups. I felt like he did have a good amount of clientele. Uh, I felt like I was more hands. Like when I was talking to Jeff, it just sounded already like so personal where uh, the warrior team, I was actually brought on from that from uh, Kevin, Kevin Lee. Uh, cause he was going to try to do a show with me, but he couldn't put on the size. So I'm not too sure what happened between them. And then eventually I just kind of fell off too, because I felt like I could have came in a little bit tighter, a little bit better. I felt like when, after the month was over, I wanted to, um, he was going to give me a reverse diet and I was kind of contemplating, but I still had like three weeks left with them. And then he kind of just cold turkeyed me. So I think he was expecting me to like renew a payment after our payment was almost over. And I had like two, three weeks left. And I believe you had a situ uh, similar situation with your past guy too, Conch. But um, that was my issue. So when I didn't get anything, I was kind of like, well, I don't really want to work with him if I'm not going to get something beyond that. So no, no bad regards. I think it's just kind of like, you know, miscommunication happened at that point. Um, but yeah, I found... Jeff on Instagram again and I was like you know what maybe I'll go to him and try him out and just see what his rates are and then so I messaged Jeff and I believe I still have it on Instagram and I was like hey man I was like you know I'm I actually follow you I've seen you in Michigan you know you compete and you know I I really love your look and how you bring these guys in for some of your shows I was just kind of curious what your rates are and he kind of threw me a rate and I was like okay that's I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in mind he's like but I was like I got two of us um, I was wondering if you would be willing to, if you have room for two guys and he's like, well, you give me two guys, I'll give you guys this deal. And I'm not going to throw out prices cause that's, that's a personal thing. Um, but since we got a package deal, me and Kenny, let's just say we got a little bit cheaper. So we went for two for one price kind of deal. And I was like, you know what? I was like, Kenny, I don't think we're going to get this deal anywhere else. Cause my last guy who paid less attention to me charged me more than this, uh, than Jeff. And then He's like, all right, if you're going to do it, I'm going to do it. I was like, all right. So I told Jeff, I was like, yeah, we're in. He's like, all right, let's meet. Um, he's already kind of like talking to us, like we're going to work with them already too. So I was just like, damn, it sounds like there's no way out of this already, you know? So <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I totally he's forgot like, yeah. about the package deal part. Yeah. He's like, don't worry about paying me. I'll meet you guys next week. Uh, if you guys are free, let's meet up. Let's talk. So we saw him in person. He came to the restaurant to visit. Um, he just, yeah, massive. Never seen a actual <laughs> like close up IFBB like that. Um, I mean, he was huge for men's physique guy. Especially Just, at the time. Yeah. yeah. The time frame, like five years ago, whatever. He was already huge. Like, yeah. yeah. He was like, he was already sitting at like his, it was, he was in his off season at 210, you know? And then like, he's what, like slightly around five, eight under, um, mm-hmm. dude, he's, he's massive. 205 comes on stage. He still looked like, lean as well. Yeah. And he <laughs> still had like muscle bellies and abs. I was like, dude, this is wild. And here I'm looking at Kenny, Kenny and me looking at each other. I'm over here a buck <laughs> sixty, fat as can be. Like I just got back into working out because I really wanted to. I felt like I was not doing stuff with my life anymore, and I felt like I was kind of like giving up on something that I really loved. So I wanted to force myself into it again. And then Kenny was like, "I looked over at Kenny. Kenny's over here a buck forty, kind of small." I was just like, <laughs> he's ever. like, "Yeah," and he's he just outsized us in every way. I mean, he still yeah. does, but yeah. Um, yeah, he was just telling. He's like, "Yeah, I get, I'll get you to 180s, you know, since you're a little bit shorter." And Kenny, don't worry, I'll get you to 200 pounds. And <laughs> we just looked at each other like, "What?" I was like, "I don't know." He's like, "Yeah," he's like, "Don't worry, I can get you guys there, and then we'll come down." And you know, I was like, "All right." Still working on the 200, Kenny. Still working on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One, one step at a time. Brand accomplished it for me though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 205. That that was the fattest I've ever been. I wouldn't do it again. If I did hit 205, I I need to make sure my abs are there if I do so. So I probably wouldn't though. That's sweet though. So yeah. I guess in, we we've been talking about coaching for a little bit now. Like in short, why do you think like people like that know us know that we've been working out forever? You know. Maybe one of you guys can explain why we would even need a coach in the first place. Some people would think like, why are you paying for a coach? Like, don't you already know how to work out? And then number two, what are some things that people should look for when they're looking for a coach? Man, I'd say just take the jump and do it. Once you pay for something, you'll be a lot more motivated to do it. You'll have another eye, of course, to see and oversee you in general. And like we were talking about in the last podcast, like, you know, especially if you're going into your first show, it's like, I feel like you need to have a coach unless you have that, unless you're like you have a nutrition background or something and dieting, or you really know your stuff. If not, you've been really doing your research and you just want to have like, Hey, you know what? I'm a, I'm test the waters. I'm experience, experience uh, how it is by myself. Then yeah, I'd say go for it. But if not come with the backup plan and come with somebody else and then uh, figure out a pricing, you know, cause it is expensive. Don't get me wrong, but it'll, you'll definitely feel a lot better because you'll, be prepared because by the day it's like you're paying your own hard earned money to compete on stage too. And that's another couple hundred dollars, you know, like spray tan, that's another what, 150 guys, something like that. Not something like, and that's like, you know, that's just, it's like an average price, you know, every, every single um, class you want to do. So, I mean, you want to bring the best look on stage and you want to come home with some hardware. Like everybody wants to come home with some hardware. So, you know, I'm, I'm strapped up with the coach, I'd say. That's about it. I'll uh I'll say this. Uh I 100% agree cuz I mean, people who know me, I do a little bit of like, you know, uh lifestyle coaching too, but I mean, I don't do contest prep work yet. I do want to get into it. I do have a good understanding, but um from the guys that I used to do and I used to do it for free, um 
you're not really sometimes these guys don't really want to put in the effort because there's nothing on the line for them, especially when they pay for it. It's just a whole different ballgame mentally when you're just like, yo, if I don't do it, I'm just wasting my money. So I've learned that. Yeah, I've learned that the, the best way is really just I mean, I don't you know, I when I people pay me and stuff like that nowadays, I just you know, I give them the game plan. I tell them what they got to do. I explain every little detail that they need to know. If they have any questions, they they can know they could contact me more personally. And I, I like that more personal hands on approach. And, you know, I actually see more results. I actually did one experiment one time where I had like five people who I didn't charge and five people who I did charge and everybody who charged was charged money it was like 50 bucks this was like years ago and they all made transformations were the other five it was like oh yeah like i i'll start next week oh yeah i can't make it this week uh i got sick i didn't i haven't gone to the gym i haven't even started dieting i'm like you know every they have every excuse not to start yet but they have the plan so pretty much they got a free plan but they're not even going to execute it because they have nothing on the line so that's always my biggest i also agree with that one too so yeah, 100% agree with that money point for sure. Just like it really just comes to that accountability aspect. But and then also in regards to like a contest prep, I think for contest prep, it's even more vital to have a coach just because, like I was saying before, like you're going to be in your head going into the show 12, 6, 4, two weeks out, not knowing if you're going to be ready. But if you're six, if you're four weeks out, not sure if you're going to be ready, but your coach is there to like, you know, you have to trust him with his plan. He th- he says you, you're going to be ready. Then that's just someone that, you know, you're following their plan to get, to get that they believe um, you'll be ready in time for. So it's kind of like having that someone else's plan that, you know, with their knowledge that they might know more than you um, to do it instead of relying on your own knowledge, kind of like blindly going into it. But then for like lifestyle clients and stuff, I think having a coach, it's definitely very helpful for them too. maybe not as important, but if you have like no experience or something, spending a hundred or $200 a month or something for the first six months to a year, probably set yourself, set yourself up way better um, over the long term than trying stuff out on your own for a good, like year or two or three or four or five and not making any progress. So really just kind of comes down to how bad you want it. And if you're willing to pay for it. Yeah. I, I would also agree. Like, uh, I mean, 90, 95% of people, maybe even more than that, does not know how to construct their own diet. They don't know how to count their own macros, calorie count. They don't understand the basic of what they need, why they're consuming certain foods, why carbs are important, why proteins are important, how much protein to multiply out, and what's the most way to maximize. This is why you hire a coach sometimes, at least hire one so you can learn these things, so you get a good understanding of what's going on and you know, really absorb all the knowledge you can. And then when you're really like, you felt like you, you maximize the growth that you could out of the guy or the person that's when you, and you feel like you could actually execute it on your own. That's when you're really ready to, you know, grow out of that stage and maybe move on. I mean, the only reason why I would hire another one is like how concept I'll maybe get into contest prepping, have somebody give me another set of eyes. I mean, can I prep myself? I probably could. Uh, would I doubt myself in certain ways? Yeah. And then I think that would mentally destroy me uh on my preparation uh but at the same time you wouldn't know until you give it a shot personally there's like i said there's a lot of guys who just doesn't know their stuff and hiring a coach is not the worst thing if you feel like i mean hiring a coach and hiring a personal trainer is not the same thing as you guys are thinking that too okay so hire a coach maybe learn a lot as much as you can 
when you feel like you actually maximize the amount of stuff that you could out of the person, hey, you know, go ahead and just let them know, like, you know, it was great working with you. Do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. And then let's see where you go from there. And if you feel like you're getting to a point where you're getting stuck or you don't understand a lot of things, self-study and maybe hire another one. See where it goes from there. Yeah. All good points there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. Man, we've been talking a lot about coaches out here. Maybe we should jump into this Lenda thing, man. Yeah. Like, we should just keep this as a coach type thing. Yeah, I don't know. But I thought it'd be good to touch on the coaches and stuff since you were already on that tangent. Yeah, but, coach, yeah. coach is like a thing of its own. Yeah. On a roll. I mean, what, what else with coaching? I mean, with coaching, I mean, I guess if I had to say one thing I, I'm i not too fond of with uh, the way I approach things with my prep with Jeff is just I think I get too big in the offseason. And at times I feel like maybe the amount of food that he wants me to consume is not equivalent to the amount of size that he wanted me to be it's kind of weird to say but I feel like sometimes I get too big but then I feel like I'm getting fat but then he's like we can go bigger and it's kind of like counterproductive mentally for me where it's like how big do you want me to go and then you know sometimes he'll tell me like maybe not pay attention to the numbers of the scales which which is which is true he, he'd rather pay attention to the look but personally I know when I'm getting fat and I'm just even like every offseason I kind of know I'm getting fat but um so, I know so it makes what you're, so what you're kind of saying is like it's really all about like collecting data like so you guys have been with Jeff for what four or five years at this point yeah yep. um I think that's another good point to bring up as far as coaching goes like if you hire a coach or a trainer or something like that and you don't lose that your goal weight in four four weeks eight weeks even 12 weeks or whatever you know don't just blame it on the coach at the end of the day you got to look at did you put in that for yourself did you mess slip up anywhere and number two, you got to take into account that, you know, it takes time for a coach to learn your body and stuff. So 100%. with you guys, you guys, like you said, like Kenny said before, now you guys consider Jeff family. You guys got chemistry. Yeah. Um, you guys know how each other works. You guys know, you know, food preferences, things like that. Um, for me, on the other hand, when I hired my first coach, no chemistry right into it, only did one prep with him. Now that I'm doing a second prep, it's not like he has all that data and I'm not, it's not like my approach is the same way where I can like apply that stuff. Um, some stuff I can apply, but not everything just because the approach is a little different. And with my coach now gave him seven weeks, dude, he has like no time to learn my body. We're just like literally just gunning it. So if I were to do a second prep, I'd probably prefer to stick with the, with the same coach as this time, just because we have that data collected and everything. And we can kind of you know, work off of that. So if you hire a coach, you know, give it some time, you know, I would say maybe after like 16 to 20 weeks, if you're not happy with a person, then you can, you know, look to switch it up, but yeah, um, you got to make sure the chemistry is there and stuff like that. So. Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't change anything. I think Jeff is a great coach for me. Um, The only, the only thing I just need to learn, better now is just controlling the off season because i know i have lower belly fat issues compared to most people do and in order for me to come down and clean that up and but while still preserving as much muscle is just staying a little bit leaner in the off season uh if your abs starts to go away you're just fat and i i know i got fat on a couple occasions yeah i look good but i, look, I was fat so um yeah. and that goes back to Linda murray um <laughs> i mean i was fat for that I, I i think i did hit almost 200 pounds i did no i hit I did tap 200 and I was like, all right, Jeff, I'm, I hit 200. I want to come down. 
And uh, I think we started a 20 week. Uh, I wanted to start a 20 week cut with conch. So we were going to start the same time. But Jeff was like, nah, you're fine. You're fine. You know, you only need 16 weeks. So we started 16 weeks out. And yeah, even this, even like this show is equivalent to my last show. I'm over here fighting down to the wire. I personally think this show is a little bit harder for me to cut down because uh, my body was not as responsive and I got even bigger than before compared to my last show where uh, we did 16 weeks. But I think it was, I kind of upped the cardio right off the rip, but then I was able to keep carbs. So the come down from my last show was a little bit easier, but I think this one I'm coming a little bit harder, but the conditioning is honestly, it's a toss up. I think it relatively going to be about the same. I mean, we won't know until show day and I carb up and see where my lines look like, but uh, so far so good. Um, we know Kenny came Kenny got the most shredded award out of us five. Yeah, but he yeah. only had to lose 15 pounds. <laughs> yo. Yeah, I really, I really didn't have to lose much. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I would love, I, I mean, I'm not gonna discredit him. He came in the most shredded. I think he was the most shredded on stage, if I had to be honest with you. I think except was, for the guy that won the show. I don't think he was more shredded. I think that guy was just that much Quarter. more flow detailed. Yeah, yeah I mean oh, the guy conditioning the, is just yeah. a different thing. Yeah. yeah it is. Why don't you tell his story about the first five minutes of getting into the building and seeing the winner. Yo, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Genetics. Yeah. Oh man. So we get there, we're rolling up, we're feeling fresh. Got my spray tan on. We we're all feeling good walking in the building. And then, you know, everybody's usually just like checking out faces like, yo, how does this guy look? What does this guy look like? And then was it a bodybuilding term is like, you can see like dead faces because you can see jawlines, you know, that these guys are coming in diced and dialed in. Go to the bathroom though, use the restroom, and then all of a sudden I see this guy just posing in the mirror, and I'm just like, "Oh God, <laughs> no!" And I'm like, "Hey man, what's up?" He's like, "Hey bro, how's it going?" I was like, "Man, you look good, man. Like you look real good. Classic, nah, men's physique." <laughs> I was like, "God damn it!" I was like, "Oh no!" Game like, over. Yeah. And then I left the bathroom. I go straight to Brandon. <laughs> I was like, guys, we lost. You guys are like, what? No, like, what are, you, what are you talking about? He's like, I saw the winner. He's like, who? That guy over there? The other guy we saw earlier? I'm like, nope, the guy in the bathroom right there. And I guess, I don't know if you guys saw him when he got out or not. We didn't see him until we were actually backstage. Until yeah. backstage, yeah. But he had sweater on, hoodie on the whole time until afterwards. Kenny, thing off. Kenny literally used that line. Uh, what was the line? You're like, guys, we're all fighting. <laughs> What is it? The CT Fletcher? He's like, guys, we're all fighting for second place. We I already saw the guy who's winning the whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, it was funny because we were backstage and we're all just like, so which one is it? We're all in that little room. You're like, I don't know. I can't remember which one it was. And we're like waiting, waiting. It's like 20 minutes go by. They're like, all right, men's physique's about to come up soon. And we're like, all right. So we're waiting, 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 pumping up a little bit, started to eat the rice cakes, you know, trying to get a little bit of carbs in and you know fill up a little bit and all of a sudden homeboy takes off his shirt and you're like oh there he is that's the one but he <laughs> yeah. was sitting there the whole time in the corner yeah. with his girlfriend <laughs> so quiet though he just sat there didn't do anything that's when you knew like i swear like those are the winners though honestly just the quiet yeah, guys bro. in the corner when they're just like i'm just here to i'm just here to take the, the w and just go home <laughs> dude he literally sat there in the corner with this girl and we were all just kind of like so which one is it, Kenny? He's like, I don't know. I, I don't remember which one it was. And then the moment that guy took off his shirt, that was the funniest thing. He took off his shirt. We all look around. We all look at him. He's like, oh, that's the guy. 
that's the one that's going to win it all. We're like, what the Literally hell? Every guy in the locker room, not just us, but every other competitor, just no one really said anything. I think we were probably like the loudest guys there, to be honest. We were yeah, everyone people. else was quiet. We were having yeah. a blast, dude. Well, we I all know what they blast. were thinking. We all know they were thinking the same shit, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except the guy, the tall guy who only lost because he wasn't, he didn't have calves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy, I don't, uh, I don't know what his name was, but regardless, you know, he made a post. He won the tall class overall. Um, don't get me wrong. He did look good though. And then, um, he stepped, he, yeah, basically he went to the overall and lost to Mr. Genetics who ended up going pro. Um, and then, um, yeah, he made a post. If I recall seeing it, it just kind of popped up on my newsfeed one day and he's like, yeah, what it took the overall. And they said, the only thing, the reason why I lost was because I didn't have calves. My friend, if somehow you hear this, you lost because you lost, bro. They don't judge calves, bro. As much as that guy was like judge, like trying to make a downplay for himself, like, yeah, they were judging my calves and they said that's the reason why I lost. Bro, you lost from the back, you lost from the front, you lost from the condition, you lost from every angle. I'm sorry to tell you. Calves don't win. Was it calves ADS is not what makes you win, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So I want to ask you guys, like, as we were getting there for check-ins, you know, getting our first coat of tan on you know they're for the for the the athlete meeting, athlete oh, no, meeting no. and stuff like that and you know we're sitting yeah. there they're giving us the instructions and stuff yeah. like that walking backstage how did it feel for you guys being like your second and like your third or fourth competition or whatever versus like for me it was my first time it was all new to me and stuff like that and it was like you know it was exciting for me like you know it's kind of new so i'm curious to see what it's going to feel like for me two and a half weeks from now yeah. Granted, you guys won't be there, so it's literally just gonna be me and like my new friends that I made at the gym. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so how did it feel for you guys? Like, did it feel like a whole brand new thing since it was like the whole crew of us coming together, or did it feel like, oh, I've been here before? It felt it felt it felt refreshing because it was all of us, so it was just really fun to me. But yeah, I felt good like all the way through the prep. Like when I finally saw myself the last few days, I was just like. I was on point, like just the conditioning itself. I was just really confident. I was just like, this is going to be a good show. Like I'm going to have fun out there. Like when you know, like when you know your package is on point, then you're just like, it's going to be fun. Oh yeah. And just, just walking in there. Just, I just love everything about it, man. Just like you smell the spray tans, just like the first time I didn't even know what the hell I was doing. And then Brandon was just like, Hey, you are, you got to go check in over there. This guy's going to give you this number. He's going to check your height. And then you're going to go over here and you're going to wait in that line. So I was like everywhere. I was nervous as hell. I was like, my, my phone was frozen. I had an iPhone uh, four <laughs> at the time. So they're just like, we need your NPC card. And I was like, Oh my God, like, I can't find my NPC card. I was freaking out. And brand's like, dude, you don't have your NPC card. I'm like, dude, it's like on my email. I can't find it. So I was freaking that out on my first show. And like, so this time it felt great, you know, just walking in there confident, had a better phone this time. You know, and then this, just getting the spray tan on, I just felt like it's just like a war paint, you know. It was like so no, you, in, a, in a way, you felt like you've been there before. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was it was awesome. To yeah. me, honestly, like it was, it felt like new to me and stuff. But since we were all together, like five of us, like you know, we've been doing this for the past twelve to twenty weeks together, seeing each other at the gym every day. It honestly felt like we were like on vacation or something for a day. Like yeah. it did. Like it felt it like did. we walked into like a an amusement park or something. It was like all right, time to have fun. And it was at a nice hotel too when like we did the check-ins or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like the Marriott was it the Marriott, whatever. I remember, but no, it was um it was cool because I mean, honestly, I think the only reason why it I mean, the first time I ever done my show, yeah, it was kind of like nervousing, like nervous. And then the second time, third times, like it was like more like I, I kind of understood the flow. 
the flow of everything, how it works and stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, overall, like by the second, third time, it was pretty much natural. But I mean, you still get a little nervous. You're kind of looking around. You're always looking to see who's the guy that's going to take it all. or You're trying to see the guy that you got to worry about and stuff like that. But um, yeah, but the, honestly, I by compared to my third or fourth time, third time and then the one with all of us, uh, honestly, I I felt like the one with all of us. I I don't think I felt any kind of nerves. Um, I haven't felt nerves actually from even from the Nicole Wilkins. Um, but like the one that since there was like five of us all together, we were able to joke around, kill the kill any nervousness that was from each other. And you know, honestly, I think like even like Michael didn't feel it. Calvin looked like he was fine. Um, just leading each other, like what's to expect, what to look forward to, and then especially when we all walked in and we all sat down on chairs, we're already busting jokes, talking. Like it's early in the morning. We everybody should be tired, but we're over we're all over here like making jokes and you know having a good yeah. time already. Like so. for me, it was like when we got backstage, you know, everyone was just kind of like, you know, typical bodybuilder, like death face, tired and shit, like all like grumpy and shit like that. And it kind of like brought my mood down a little bit. And luckily it was all five of us there. So like Brandon said, we could crack jokes, ease the mood a little bit, stuff like that. Um, so it was cool. But I think for me, like Brandon and a few other you guys were saying, like, oh we'll see how you feel once you hit the lights type of thing. And yeah. I think not to say I wasn't nervous going into it, but I wasn't as nervous, like we said, because we were all together up until, you know, they split up the classes, a class goes and Brandon leaves us B class, me and Kenny. So I had Kenny there, but it still was like less, it wasn't all five of us. And then Kenny goes yeah, out. I first. got, I got nervous as hell when I saw you on stage because like, they're just like uh true novice was a true novice. A was it? Yeah. 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 You went B, on yeah. stage a B you went on stage first. And I was just, I just saw you from the back shot when you did your pose, but like the light was just shining on you. And I was like, yeah, Whoo. I was That's like, what I'm I was saying. getting nervous. So also. Once they like, like called <laughs> me out and it was just, it was like time to be just me and not all five of us. Like I got nervous right there because like the guy before me, he was coming up next. And then I was like, all right, I'm next. Shit, here we go. And then right when I stepped out, I couldn't see shit. You know, looked in the lights, smiled as good as bad as best I can. And surprisingly, I felt great. I felt like I was like, you know, uh, you look, you look natural there. up there. Yeah, yeah you I look felt natural there. there. That's yeah. what me and like I was like, it was uh me and Brandon behind you. I was like, dude, you look good up there. I was like, dude, he makes it look natural. He's like, yeah. But then uh, we are about to go on stage next, so I was, like, freaking out, too. Uh, yeah. I was kind of nervous for the first beginning, first, like, but 10 seconds. I don't think people – I mean, some people don't really know, but me and Conch have been posing since we were, like, 17 years old. Like, just getting into it, watching bodybuilders, practicing the moves. And honestly, I don't even know when my posing really started to evolve, like, where I just realized, like, it just moves into those positions. And when, especially when you try to teach people how to pose like that, bro – I feel like it's not that hard, but really it is that hard for a lot of people, yeah. especially if you're not natural at it. Um, but yeah, watching Conch move in there, I was like, bro, it just looks like another day in the living room for him. Bro, that's, <laughs> yeah, really, that's another bro. reason why I wasn't that nervous because, dude, we practice posing every single day at the preparation. Like, straight yeah. up, the preparation is key, bro. When it was yeah. just like stage time, it was just like, oh man, this is just like. Did you day. say preparation H? Preparation <laughs> H. Preparation H as well. Anybody want to give a rundown about the preparation H? Well, Brandon's using it right now. I'm, I'm okay. So, 
he okay well basically actually do this do everybody do this or is it just uh, just us who did all right let me explain this prep h thing right so if if you guys know what preparation h is it's a hemorrhoid (laughs) no so we're we're like one week out and we're like we're hit a gym session with brandon kenny's coach and then we go get food afterwards and he's like all right boys I want you guys to go to the store and buy some preparation H it's a hemorrhoid cream, rub it all over your bodies and sleep with it all, all week. And we we're like, what? Yeah. Was it Saran wrap? Saran wrap our, uh, our abs. Our yeah. Head. And if people don't know what it, what it does and how it works, it's, it's supposed to be for your booty hole and it's supposed to help you sweat out the glands. So that way it's not, sw- you know, like all that crap. So, and it pushes out, it helps squeeze out the water. So, yeah, next thing you know, Jeff tells us, like, what what did we do? We were out, like, a week. We went to go eat somewhere, yeah. and then uh, he's just like, yeah, just uh, I just wanted you guys to get by Preparation H, all you guys, uh, tonight, tomorrow. And I think we did it that night. And then uh, Yeah, it was all five of us yeah. walking to CVS and all check out one by one with a bottle <laughs> of hemorrhoid cream. One by one. <laughs> and then I was the last one. I just remember, like, I re- we were all laughing, like, dude, this is so embarrassing. The lady's literally watching all of us check out with hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> Get to the last one. They're like, all oh, you guys have hemorrhoid issues? And I was like, nah, it's actually for a bodybuilding. She's looked at me like with sure. these look, like, how does that work? I was like, because it pushes the water out of the out of the stomach and all that stuff. And she's like, Oh, okay. And she's still giving me this look. I was like, she's like, have a good day. I was like, Yeah, yeah, you too. Go guys, like, go keep walking. Go, go, go. But yeah, if some guys, I don't know how many bodybuilders out there, as you guys are listening to this, or you guys end up listening to this, how many of you guys actually heard about the preparation age or use this uh, method before? Because what it does is it helps push out that water out of your, I mean, you rub it on your midsection, you saran wrap it, go to sleep, wake up. It helps push out that water out within the muscles and skin underneath the skin and stuff. Personally, I never heard of it before, but this time around, I'm going to do it again. Any little thing to help me out. Anything, yeah. Any anything just thing goes a long way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a silly moment. So, um, but um, what would you guys do? What's one thing you guys would do differently? Um, if you guys could do one, if you guys could change one thing for uh, the London Murray, that what you guys would do? What would you guys have done to better yourself and your placing for the prep or like for the day? For the prep. Um, for the prep, I would probably, man, I, well, what do you think you guys need in order to yeah. up, up your placing or do better or try to win that show? Man, I'd say, uh, just always my off season will have trouble on just putting on weight in general. I don't have a problem cutting, cutting's easy. Like I don't get that too high of a weight, but at the same time, my metabolism is, has always been really good responds really well in general. I don't have a problem with cutting, um, so I just think just the bulk itself, that's probably about it. I honestly can't say I would do that much different. Like for it being my first show, first prep. Yeah. Like in hindsight, I probably would change some things about the prep, but if I'm hiring a coach, I'm going to do whatever they say. Mm-hmm. So it's not, I can't really say I would change anything necessarily. There might some be some things in the prep that I'm doing now that I like better. Like that prep, I had carbs the whole way through. You guys were like, carb cycling things like that i did a little bit of that too but i had like 100 150 grams of carbs minimum like the whole way through um so a little bit different approach but 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not really mad about the way it went down. At the end of the day, show day, I looked great. Um, so I probably, won't, I probably wouldn't change too much. I think for my first show, I looked as good as I can with whatever I built up. Obviously, more size, but you know, that that's with years, not just one off season. Did you guys yeah. have a Did you guys have a secret at all? Did you guys do anything a little bit differently that you guys didn't tell nobody? I went really hard on my cardio. No. But that no. was it, yeah. I didn't do anything differently. Honestly, I my only my only flaw was in my prep my preference. I wish I started the extra four weeks sooner. That would have came me gave me more time to come down. And personally, I think understanding my body nowadays, I think I'd just rather have been on lower carbs early. Um a little bit earlier and then have refeed days where I just refill on the weekend, like one day, and then come back down, empty out the glycogen, come down, keep burning, refeed back up come down, reburn. I think at times I felt like either I kept too much carbs throughout majority of the cut. And then by the time I needed a cut, it was kind of like a little too slow. So. Yeah. No secrets. Just, just got to put in the work. It's really all it is. Follow the plan. Yeah. Sure. yeah. I wish but. I could have swam earlier. <laughs> I would have swam like pool? way more. Hell yeah. If it was you open. only started doing that four weeks out or something like that. I was doing that like at least like three times a week at one point. Awesome. I wish I had more off days so I could actually go swim more. So how did it feel, Kenny, when uh, we were up there with the open class B and they're calling out the top five, like the first call out and they called you, they called your name, your number. Man, I was, I was nervous. You were up there with I some was, big boys, dude. I was sweating, but I was happy. I just felt like. I felt almost honored that I got to stand up there. Like, honestly, that was like probably, I'd say the toughest lineup in the whole between bodybuilding and everything. Like, I, I don't agree. know. Everybody came like, like, you know, there's usually in bodybuilding, there's like one guy that stands out or maybe like, you know, one or two guys for classic or whatever. But that whole lineup, like that top five, everybody brought it pretty good. I just wish, you Plus know. Plus the winner turned pro the week after. Yeah. So, so you stood up there with some legit guys. Yeah. It was a proud moment, but always more work to be done. I'm looking for that video. Was it this one? Oh, God. No, I don't think so. Oh, no. I was looking, I was looking for the video that I thought you posted where uh... – yeah, when they called, um, we should post that video up. When we yeah, we should. This. I thought you guys would have posted up. that by now, dude. We were li- we were easily the most charismatic guys on that stage. Like, <laughs> I, I was like hyping up. I tried to like hype up the crowd like this before when I came out the one time, and Kenny was like, "Yes," when he got, <laughs> when he got called out. But yeah. I, I, it honestly was just such an so, so surreal standing up there like next to you and Kelvin, and then obviously we weren't. I wasn't standing up there with Brandon, but you got to at your the nicole welcome the show a few years back yeah and brand set up there with michael and stuff like that so and then when we all got the pictures at the end with our trophies on stage like that was pretty epic and it was just a sick day honestly yeah i mean there's a lot oh, more bro. competitors nowadays too compared to like when kenny and i did the nicole so i mean like they, they keep splitting the heights more and more so i mean before it used to be up to five eight for including five eight uh or even five nine for a class and then they only had a a class and a b class for novice and stuff like that now they had three classes because there were so many of us at that show um so they they cut it off and then i honestly thought you guys one of you guys were going to take that b class novice section um but then yeah that that one guy had a 
cut you guys off. And then, yeah, he ended up getting his pro card the following year too. So yeah. like I said, people don't understand that, but that I was actually very impressed with that lineup. I mean, we went into that show thinking it was just going to be a good show, nothing crazy competitive, like the Mr. Michigan or the central, but I mean, honestly, that was probably one of the deepest B-class lineups I've seen um, in any most of the Michigan shows I've seen. So it was the you know, props to you guys that you guys could even stand up there and look good with them, you know, and actually place and stuff. It was a fun day. It was yeah. a fun day. Yeah, if it, it didn't even feel like a competition, it just felt like we were just having fun that day, honestly. With some really dark yeah. spray tans. With some really dark yeah. spray tans. Is it is it is it more lonely knowing that like it's just been like a solo prep for you guys this time around? Like conch your first your first solo prep. I know Brandon's had a solo prep before, but uh, the last two times to Nicole Wilkins and what was you only did the Nicole Wilkins and then after that Landon Murray right those two he did the John Simmons one time too but in a Muscle City yeah. in between I've done a few in, in between those two though not in between those two oh no 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 I didn't been, I, didn't, I took been, um I was supposed super- to do a show in between but then um something came up I think there was just all it was all the weddings and oh no there was something something came up basically let's just say that but yeah it didn't it didn't work out in my favor so. I cut down and then I stopped cutting and I rebulked back up. So, and then that's when I started at 180. I think that's when I was like 188. And then I cut down and then Jeff told me, nah, let's just go back up and get bigger. So we went back up and got bigger. So I went up to like, yeah, that's when I hit the 200 and stuff like that. So, yeah. But to answer your question, I wouldn't say it. I mean, it's more lonely because like we don't, we're not living together anymore and we're not like working out together every day. But yeah in that sense it's lonely but not really because i mean the reason i did the show in the first place was because i felt like i was working so hard and consistently with no goal in mind so it was just to have something there to work with yeah for so sure. it, it was just a matter of fine-tuning everything and just keeping everything a little bit tighter and not not as like flexible and then i made some cool friends at the gym with a few other competitors and you know my coach he's a pretty cool guy and few guys like they helped me out with my posing we pose Sundays at the gym for like two hours and we'll pose after the gym at nighttime and stuff for like 20 30 minutes just chit chat and things like that so in a way it's kind of similar because it's like you know I found a new crew of like like-minded competitors that I that I get along with so they'll be there on the show day so that'd be cool but you know it's not like it was us but but yeah for sure it's definitely like a little little lonely I guess but not as much as you would think right I mean, it's actually cool to watch your um, sometimes when you send us your clips and your gym's really cool and hardcore about that stuff. I mean, that's one gym that I wish Michigan had that we don't have, which we got that little extra rooms or little posing seminars that you could have with the coaches and raise the bar seems kind of like the closest to it. Yeah, raise the bar does yeah. is a little bit more closer. Um, I haven't seen them where they have like seminars where they have like posing get togethers and little small stuff like that to kind of really influence the competitive edge or show like, yeah. you know, um, charismatic into your gym of, of competitors. So I think that's something that like, if I, you know, decide to do one, one day, I mean, that's my goal to really try to emphasize that along with like a little bit of powerlifting feeling and everything. So, yeah, I actually enjoy watching your gym, like see how you guys do things. I would love to check it out one day. That'd be cool. Yeah, it's definitely cool. Yeah. Come through sometime, but and y'all got dogs. And we got and dogs. you guys got dogs. <laughs> yeah. So weird, so cool. Yeah, but I think we can start wrapping up around here. 
I don't know if you guys have any other comments on the Lennon Murray. We could probably talk about it again sometime. I don't think we talk, we cover like every single detail, but you know, we kind of dip in and out of this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it was a long prep, but it was a memorable. <laughs> I mean, in order for us to get more full insight, we got to get somebody, we got to get the other two guys that was yeah. uh, at that show to, you know, kind of share their insight on it too. But, you know, that's for another time. I just feel like it was just, yeah, it was a bodybuilding competition for us, but. It almost didn't feel like it because it was we were all doing it together. Yeah, it kind of just felt like we were getting ready for an event. Oh but yeah, that's for sure. It's a little bit different this time, I'm sure, for Brandon competing by himself, and then me in two and a half weeks. And even when you guys did the Nicole, Nicole Wilkins together, you know, you guys were together, but it's not like five of us two yeah, together. Yeah. So, well, this 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 time's a little different because uh, Brandon's this is like Brandon trying to make a big statement this year too, especially, yeah, so. and uh, he's trying to make that big that next big leap. So I feel like yep. this year is different. And then you as well. I mean, you're doing your own solo show, but you know, it's awesome too. I mean, you get to test the waters and really see how, how far your physique has came in the last year since then. Yep. So, so it's exciting, man. I'm pumped. I just think Linda Murray was just once in a lifetime type of thing. Like that's kind of why I jumped in the show. You know, when's the next time we're going to be living together have the opportunity for all five of us to jump in a show together. Although I hear rumors that we're thinking about it next year. So (laughs) stay tuned for that one. We'll see what happens. You know, are we all doing a show next year? (laughs) I mean, we were talking about it, but pick a show, any show, pick a show. All right. Show. Yeah. So there's, there's a little bit of chirping on that. So we'll we'll stay tuned for that, but yeah, that's all I got today, guys. Um, This is Conch chicken and rice podcast hope you guys learned something as far as coaching goes yes, and just sir. getting a little bit insight on prep leave it to you guys close it up all, all right, right y'all take care this is kenny peace win 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 <laughs>